Hey guys, welcome. We're your hosts, Hayley Young and Amy Keeble. Our heart is to encourage you, add joy to your life and be a small reminder that you're not in this crazy motherhood journey alone. We have each other and most importantly, we have God every moment, every day. We are super excited to have our very close friend Liz here. I have two children. Uh, and I have a 16 year old also. My name is Liz. I'm married to Josh. I got married when I was just 21. I'm obviously Anna. It has been very easy, apart from about four years of sleep got deprivation. So I'm constantly going, I gotta lean hard into Jesus today. The privilege so of walking through a number of different life I've seasons with so her. I've so much pressure on myself to be perfect. You need to remember it's just a season. It's a this time. conversation has been so encouraging. Amazing. Thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone. And this is our village. Hello, Haley. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Amy? I'm not too bad. I feel like I feel like this week, or actually today, I was like, what day is it? I thought it was like Tuesday. <laughs> I feel like this whole week has just been a bit of a sprint. But other than that, doing okay. Did you say a sprint? A sprint, yeah. I feel like my week's been a snail pace. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I've i hit a pregnancy wall this week. Mm. Um, like, my body's sore, like my back's been aching and just walking has been sore. My tummy's yeah. been sore. Yeah. Um, I'm like, no, this better not be the next 14, 13 or 14 weeks. Mm. Um, so I've got a pregnancy massage booked in for tomorrow, which I was so excited oh, about that's because good. everywhere I called was booked up, but I got booked a up. cancellation appointment. So I was like, yes. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that. How many weeks mm-hmm. are you now then? Um, I'm 26. So I've still mm-hmm. got a, like a lot of it to go. <laughs> I reckon it's like, I reckon the transition into a certain stage though is almost as hard as the rest of it. Like it's just your mm. body is next level stretching and getting used to all the intense hormone changes and the what's it called relaxing and all that sort of stuff yeah it's really well i think it's the first official week of the third trimester so Mm. that means something as well in terms of transitioning and hormones and all of that especially when you already have another child that you have to look after you can't just lie on the couch Mm. all day yes hopefully hopefully the massage is (laughs) helpful and relaxing and oh i hope tell her you don't want to talk (laughs) you just want to lie there yes just massage me and make me feel better i'm growing a human i was telling i was telling amy a few weeks ago that i had a um, another massage and it was because i got a good deal not because my body was Mm. sore and um the lady just spoke far too much (laughs) and about american politics and covid it just wasn't relaxing (laughs) it's so hard because how on earth are you supposed to like 20 minutes into a conversation be like Mm -hmm. please stop talking (laughs) talking now unless you're super blunt which i would be so impressed with people that could do that no judgment at all but because amy in a message doesn't necessarily like telling the person if it's Uh too hard or too soft i really struggle and then i spend the whole time being like just say it amy just say it and then i'm even distracted more than just them talking or them hurting me like yeah anyway so hopefully hopefully you can start off on the right foot and you don't have to correct them and it's just really beautiful and relaxing absolutely yes and hopefully some of you listeners are going to get massage vouchers for christmas we'll have a good experience soon too i reckon as a mum, if you like being pampered massage vouchers or those kinds of things like whatever you know getting Mm -hmm. facial or something like that is some of the best gifts because Mm -hmm. coming with that is childcare. (laughs) so yes it's not just (laughs) time on your own (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly 
So there you go, guys. You know, if you need any gift ideas or ideas to give to your partner or loved ones for yourself, mm-hmm. massage vouchers. That's the way to go. Yes. I got one from you for my birthday, which I have not booked in yet, but I'm looking very much forward to next year when she's got free bookings. Yes, she's all booked up too. <laughs> but that's all right, because I would not appreciate it. I'd be too busy at the moment. My brain would just not relax. So I'm very excited for that. This is just getting married in a few days. Yeah, Thursday. It's crazy. So tomorrow we have her hen's day, um, which will be really nice. And today I put together a fun little pinata full of all the uh, fun little wedding-related, sex-related things you could get someone for their hands. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun doing that, a lot of fun. So <laughs> I'm very excited to celebrate with her. And it's just a big week for all of them, and especially mm. with COVID because they've had to change their plans literally every single week. And probably it's only the last couple of days that they've really sounded like they've got their head around what's happening. So that is just oh, intense. Wow. Yeah. Intense. I cannot imagine planning a wedding that way. I know. That's full on. I know. It's just so different to what we had to experience when we were planning. Totally. You'll have to share a photo on our oh, stories, on I our will. Instagram stories. Yeah. I will. I, she's going to look stunning. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good oh, day. So exciting. And Christmas is <laughs> how many days away? <laughs> so Don't even close. want to think about it. It's literally a week <laughs> and a half, I think. So we won't have mm-hmm. another podcast episode until Christmas. No, this is our it will Christmas be just after episode. Th- yeah, Christmas. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is insane. <laughs> that is just twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. There are no words. What a year. What a well, year. I hope everyone listening has a beautiful Christmas yes. and that family dynamics mm-hmm. and travelling and all of that um can be peaceful and calm. Yeah. As much as possible. I yeah. know that that's not always possible. It is can sometimes be a beautiful chaos. Beautiful and then chaos. And we all crash. <laughs> that's perfect. Yes, exactly. But hopefully some of you have some good holidays mm. coming up. Whatever that looks like this year, that's mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And this episode is really full of some fun, exciting things. And you've got time because it's a week and a half away. Some fun mm-hmm. things you can do to prepare for Christmas with your families and budget-friendly ideas and just kind of refocusing on the true meaning of Christmas. Um, so mm-hmm. we're really excited to share this with you in the lead-up to Christmas. And, you know, next time we chat, I guess, it'll be after. So Merry Christmas for everybody yes, listening. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we hope it's a good day. I hope you enjoy the episode. So today we are very excited to have a special friend with us. We've both gone to church with Joe and we've both worked with Joe. And she's just a beautiful woman inside and out. And today we're talking about Christmas and Joe Cummings is a Christmas lover. Um, <laughs> so welcome, Joe. Thank you for being thank with you. us today. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I'm um, visiting my daughter who's about to have a baby. Due today. Very exciting. Very exciting. So yeah, crazy. due today. Of course, it won't come today. It's the first one, but. Yes. <laughs> well, one of my friends last week came on her due date. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I know. Is she generally an organized person? Or... <laughs> <laughs> my sister-in-law told me the other week, because she now has a three-week-old, that on average um, most women come at 41 weeks, not just for their first, but most right. babies come at 41 weeks. Yeah. And I kind of feel no. like everyone should be told that yes. enough time to prepare. I think so too. They, this girl that I was talking about, actually, she said um, that they are now going to change 
the due date thing. They're slowly bringing in a new system where it's a due month or like a due yeah. time frame rather than a due date, which makes a lot more sense because mm-hmm. of exactly that. Like, yeah. It's always a guess and yeah. it's never, it's almost never on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And gestation is um, different for each person. So mm. sort of between like 39 and 41 weeks is the normal range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Could be yeah. any time in there. Yeah. And the, uh, I guess the pressure, even social pressure mm-hmm. <laughs> that comes from people knowing your due date. Yeah. Brings out all the emotions. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> Just like Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> nice <Yes>. segue. <laughs> well, Joe, do you want to start by just introducing us to yourself and your family a little bit? Yeah, certainly. I am a full-time student. I'm studying occupational therapy at La Trobe Uni, halfway through, yippee. Mm. And I'm married to Neil and we have four children. So Isabel is 27. She's married to James and just about to have her first baby. She's a physiotherapist. And then um, Jordan is 24 and he's married to Jade and they have Hazel who is two. She's adorable. And then I have Tom who's 22. Um, He's just finished um, a double degree in maths and physics. Yeah. And Sam is 20 and he's just started a degree in um, aerospace engineering. So he's just done. Oh, that's incredible. First year in COVID uni, which was pretty awful actually (laughs) yeah so yeah so that's my family um and I work part-time as a medical receptionist to help pay the bills um yeah at a dietetics practice with lots of lovely lovely dietitians um Mm. yeah that's me and we actually all kind of worked together we Mm -hmm. did a little while because Joe took my role when I went on mat leave yeah. with Charlie and Haley was working there as well. Yeah. So that was, that's a fun little connection. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it very, is. And whoever would have thought that would happen. It was so random. No, because your Isabel went to school with my brother, Nick, for all their schooling. Yes. Um, yeah. So you were like my siblings, friends, parent yeah and then um, to get to know you in as a colleague and a friend was really cool and joe saved my mm. butt one week we had i had the most full-on project full-on and joe stayed with me multiple nights back at the office oh, like was maybe to 9 amazing. or 10 p.m like you yeah just wow. saved me and we had like, we had a tetris suitcase tetris we that did we had to work out oh We're my sending, goodness 10 suitcases to Antarctica and they had to be the right weight and carry the right materials. And it was yeah, oh, full on. It you was were amazing. insane. Yeah. When yeah. you think, when you think the suitcase is going to Antarctica, you don't get a second chance at that. No. Like, no, no. Do you know what's also incredible, Joe? Like we worked that job. Haley and I worked in that job without children. And it was like Haley's job is specifically the Antarctica stuff. That was just overwhelming. Yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. You worked it with children, and now that I have kids, I don't know how you had the brain capacity <laughs> daily to work those tasks because, honestly, I would not. I just, it's just inspiration. Well, they, well thank job. you. They were much older kids, though. Like, I think I only had one at school at that point. I think I think Sam Maybe was Sam, finishing yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. It's a very different ball game. Yeah, um, to toddlers. <laughs> yeah, very different. Very true, yeah. but also very very different and full on in its own way. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, it was the first time I'd done an administrative role that intense. Mm. Um, and it was intense. Yes, it was. 
Yeah, beautiful and intense. <laughs> Good words. <laughs> I think I think when I took the job, I I think Haley, you asked me about doing it, and I was like, oh, do I? Would I do that? Like, I'm not sure if that's kind of my thing. And then mm. I thought to myself, well, it's only six months. I mean, I can do anything for six months, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, and you did turn out to be a bit longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great working together with you guys. It was. Well, as I said before, I described you as a Christmas lover, but when we think of Christmas, we think of you. Um, because <laughs> a bit of a reputation. <laughs> I think you just celebrate Christmas so well and know how to throw Very beautiful well. parties. You do things beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where did your love for Christmas start? Has it always been a thing? And why do you love it so much? Mm. Yeah. Um, I think growing up, it, it wasn't as um, uh, big as m- maybe it is now, but my mum was a, like a really intensely creative person. Um, she wasn't that crash hot at housework or, you know, those kind of mundane things, but she was really creative and always did crafts with us. And so at Christmas time, one of the things she did that I remember was she would make Christmas stockings for us. They were just big pillowcases. Mm. And she would put in it um, uh, special fruits and nuts. Like I know this is really hard to believe, but back when I was little, um, things like apricots and cherries were like really rare in mm-hmm. in the shops mm. and they were quite expensive. Wow. So she would make little bags of these special fruits and nuts and then she would make chocolate brownies and caramel popcorn and oh, and then she'd put things like little notepads and pens and um, books and comics, just little lots of little things. And then mm. on Christmas morning we would wake up and it'd be on the end of the bed. And so we'd all get together mm. and open our stockings and, um, yeah, it was just it was just really fun and exciting and it, she just put mm. a lot of love into it and just made it really fun. And mm-hmm. I think um, she was probably awake then too. She didn't sleep much on Christmas night because she was too excited. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's partly that sort of childlike excitement and joy um, around those simple kind of fun family things. I think mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing that that made it really exciting for me. And so when we had kids, um, I just started doing little stockings for them because that's what I grew up doing. And um, mm. I re- I'm pretty creative myself and I like a bit of sewing and hand embroidery mm. and stuff. So I've made little um, calico stockings and they're all decorated with little sewn-on bits and their name and everything. Um, and when the kids were little, we were working in mission, so um living on the smell of an oily rag and um <laughs> so there wasn't there wasn't heaps of money for decoration so we just would make stuff and so um we used to um get those big darning needles and thread popcorn mm-hmm. have you ever done mm-hmm. that yeah so it's a fun thing to do the kids loved it they'd eat more than they'd thread but you know <laughs> and then I'd finish threading it and we'd hang that on the tree and um, we used to make paper chains and I'd just get old um, magazines from people I knew and you just pull out the really colourful pages and cut it into Ooh, strips and then yeah. they would make paper chains and they would make paper chains that would cover, like, the whole house. We'd have three kilometres of paper chains and they just loved it, like, just with a glue mm. stick. It was really easy even when they were mm-hmm. quite little. Um, yeah. So we'd do things like that. And the Christmas tree decorations would be, 
the popcorn and some paper chains and um, sometimes we'd get bits of old fabric, rip it up and then tie bows on the tree. Like it was oh, all. so cool. Yeah, like cost nothing and they really yeah. loved it. They really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's where my my love of Christmas came from my mum's real creative childlike enthusiasm mm. and I, I just inherited that clearly. Mm. Yeah. I think also like potentially you being so, you, you going about it so creatively would have encouraged that love too because I think when you have, you know, the, the lights and you've got the same decorations and they're all like professionally made and you just buy them from a store and you put them up, it's nice and it's special. Yeah. But when you spend that time creating. Yeah. I feel, and you have to think of creative ways to do it because you don't have the money to put behind yeah. these fancy decorations. Then it becomes much more of an activity rather than like a just a thing that comes up yeah. at Christmas, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think um, uh, that that certainly contributed to it. Like just mm. doing things with the kids and them getting all excited. It's just it was just very simple, but we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, it's great fun. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, and then um, we, in later years we moved on to using wrapping paper for the paper chains too, so then it was colour-coordinated, like, <laughs> going, going up in the world. And then we then we started making um, paper bunting using wrapping paper and string, and so we'd have this lovely oh, bunting geez. up all around the house. And so yeah. as they got older, you know, they're a bit more technically adept, and so yeah. everyone would get, get involved in that, and you could use scissors, right? Yeah. <laughs> So you sort of move through the stages. Yeah. Yeah. So that was always really lots of fun. Mm. So you've you've listed a couple of things that you do well that yeah. you did and you've um, adjusted it as they've gotten older. But what are some of your other, I guess, favorite traditions around Christmas time? Yeah. Um, so I early on when the children were little, I made an advent calendar. And I just mm. I just used a big piece of calico and and sewed on these little squares. And I, um, I used one of those, I forget what they're called, like fabric pens, and I wrote yeah. a scripture verse on it. So, And it turns out that, you know that verse, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not die but have eternal life. 25 mm. words. Ah. Ah. Who knew, right, until I <laughs> went to write it on. So um, that's on our advent calendar and that gets hung up on the wall and in each little pocket there would be four lollies so one for each mm-hmm. child and a mm-hmm. little scripture reading. And the idea was lolly goes in mouth and so they have quiet for about three minutes and <laughs> oh, you, can, so smart. <laughs> you can read the scripture reading and have a little chat about what it means. And everyone's like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we did that. That's um, one tradition that everyone loves. And we used to do that so straight after dinner when everyone's sitting at the table and we just grab the lollies and the scripture reading and they'd have their lolly and the scripture reading and, and you mm-hmm. clean everyone's teeth. Um, and then another tradition is my family, and I should say it's actually the, mostly the girls want to do this, it, not that the boys are excluded, but we have a baking day sometime before Christmas, mm-hmm. probably like a week or a week and a half before Christmas, and we make um gingerbread and chocolate brownies mm. and caramel popcorn we kind of stock up and some of it yeah. just goes in the cupboard or the freezer and then other times we'll make gifts out of it to give to people but we all mm. get together and we put Christmas carols on and we make a big fat mess mm. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. sounds like so much fun 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's family. So it's not always smooth sailing and sometimes, you know, (laughs) things don't go quite right. But we, you know, we love each other so we make it work and, Mm. yeah, so that's heaps of fun. Um, Mm. Yeah, so those those are two big ones, decorating the Christmas tree. Um, when do you do it? When do you put up your tree? Um, as soon as I'm organised enough. <laughs> varies wildly. I usually, decor- I usually decorate on the 26th of November. So there's a little story behind that. Uh, Jordan, who's our second, he's, he's t- almost 25 now, he was born on Christmas Day. Um, another reason to love Christmas. Another reason, yeah, it was a great Christmas, <laughs> best Christmas present ever. Um, but we decided early on that it wasn't fair for any child to have their birthday on Christmas Day. So we moved, moved mm-hmm. his birthday to the 25th of November and it's been there ah. ever since. So we just always That's celebrate awesome. his birthday, 25th of November. That, so then he can have a birthday party with his friends from school, all that stuff. Mm. Um, so that worked really well. But as he got older, he decided that Christmas decorations were not allowed to go up until after his birthday that's like ben's family actually we were just talking about it yesterday um, because they put up their tree this week his parents but um their youngest son his birthday is november 27th and they always had to wait until after that yes and now they're like Mm. he's not at home we can do it whenever we want (laughs) it's a bit like that at my house blair's um really always every year very keen to put christmas decorations up which i am too and he'll be he'll be literally in october be like when can we put them up and it's taken me a while to because i get really excited about christmas but not as early as him yeah and i only just realized i think it's because my birthday happens before mm. in, ah. in november 17th so i'm just like i think mentally i'm just not at christmas yeah. until my birthday yeah. happens yeah. and it's not like a no, it's all about me, but I just can't get there yeah. mentally. No, it makes sense. And then I'm like, yeah, let's put it, it up. Does. And it, I've only just re- recently realized that's why. There you go. So it's, been, it's been good to have an answer to the frustration yeah. that we've had. But it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? You don't want Christmas to overtake your birthday. No, you do not. And um, t- mm. to be fair to Jordan, it is a major operation when I decorate the house. <laughs> yes. Every, everything gets taken down, all the decorations, the paintings, the pictures, wow. everything. They put on the kitchen table, then all of the Christmas decorations come out of the <laughs> attic and then they get swapped over. You take the paintings off the wall and everything. Yeah, yeah. the regular stuff goes in the attic and the mm-hmm. Christmas stuff comes out. Oh, wow. And I can say your house looks amazing at Christmas yeah. time. I have seen it firsthand. Thanks. It's incredible. It's it's just fun. I just love it. Mm. I think uh, I love colour and decoration and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really awesome. So that's definitely a tradition. And then the tree yeah. comes, yeah, like when I get organised. So it could be the first week in December. It could be the third week in December. <laughs> <laughs> and do you buy a real tree or do you have a fake tree? We have a real tree for quite mm-hmm. a few years now and the ki- I've tried yeah. to transition to fake. So I was at Target the other day trying to buy a fake tree. Mm-hmm. I got a call from my 20-year-old. He goes, Mum, if you buy a fake tree, it will be burning in the front yard <laughs> the next day. Wow. Like, okay then. Strong feelings. Yes. You've passed your love on for Christmas. Apparently. Yeah. So we'll be having a fresh, a real, real tree, tree this year. Do you know, when I, when I first kind of started having Christmas outside of my family house, yeah. I hated that the Amy Grant Christmas CD wasn't playing. Like yeah. I used to have to put it on. And Blair was like, this is like, can we play like Michael Bublé or whatever he wanted? And I was like, 
it's not Christmas <laughs> unless this CD plays. Yeah. And I realize this because that's what it always been. And it is hard when you're like, this is what I've grown up with and it's been a magical time. Yeah. It's hard to kind of like have something even slightly different, like a fake tree over <laughs> a real tree. But if that's what you're mm-hmm. used to and that's the comfort like yeah. thing that he's got, then I get it. I'm with him. When you start your own family or even just, um, you know, as an adult and you start realising that, oh, I can do something different. Like like what I did mm-hmm. with my family was awesome and I loved it. But I might mm-hmm. I might like to do something a little bit different and that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a weird yeah. feeling, isn't it, when you start yeah. choosing your own things and making your own traditions and Well and combining two families traditions. Yes. Working out what do you keep, mm. what do you not um yeah. or what and what do you add. Yeah. What's your what's your thing? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when the kids get old enough to start seeing the pattern so charlie's only just really yeah this year he's remembering last christmas mm. and he's getting excited for this That's christmas cool. which is it's a whole different game now because we're like oh we got to make a you know we got to make things we do every year with just our family. Yeah. And that's going to be their traditions that they grow up with. Yeah, that's right. And one of the nice things about traditions is it's something that they will keep coming back for. So when they get to those yeah. teenage years and they're a bit grotty and they want to do their own thing, which is perfectly normal, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they will still come back for those things because those are the, yeah. it's the, it's the shape of their childhood. It's the things mm. they remember, the colours and the sounds and the smells, and they'll keep coming mm. back for that. And that's really cool. That is really cool. I've never thought of that before. Yeah. So whatever those traditions are, you know, you you need to have some. Like it's good to have mm. some. Doesn't really matter what they are, but decide what it mm. is for your family and have have a few different ones. Like mm. we have a we have a b- bit of a birthday tradition. So on your birthday, you get um, presents in the morning on mum and dad's bed. Oh. We just always did that. So they would come in at you know whatever time, and we all pile on the bed and open the presents. Well, um, and we do it for Mother's Day and Father's Day too. So two years ago. Um, was Mother's Day and um, we had all four children, two spouses and a dog <laughs> on the bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's we need a bigger yes. bed. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought in your adult years, later adult years, you'd be saying we yeah. need a bigger bed for our adult mm, children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they can all pile on. That's really beautiful. I love that. Yeah. It's fun, and um, and so now we have these massive men in our family, and the the twenty year old on his birthday had to come and jump in the bed between us because it's a birthday tradition. Oh, I love <laughs> that! So cute. Yeah, it's fun. Mm. Yeah, so definitely, I reckon having some traditions is a great way to go. Doesn't matter what they are. Mm. Yep, I love it. So, Joe, when someone loves Christmas the way you do and you love the decorations and the celebrations, how do you yep. keep Jesus at the centre and ultimately remember that the celebration is about mm. him? Yeah. Mm. Look, um, the way I think about it is that Jesus is the centre. Like mm. it's, it's no, what's that verse? It's no longer I that lives but Christ that lives in me. You know, everything that I am and that I do is with Christ at the centre. Now, that's not to say I'm perfect and I do everything right and I'm always conscious of his presence, but mm. it is the central grounding focus 
in my life. And so everything else kind of comes out of that. Um, <clears throat> and I think, I think of Christmas as a um, Christian festival. So just like the Jews mm. had their festivals, like their Passover and, um, you know, there was a, a number of festivals where they were instructed by God to do things to remember him and celebrate him and remember and celebrate his goodness. And that's what I think of Christmas as. I think of it as a as a Christian festival where we remember and celebrate um, God's goodness and mm. um, his love. And particularly we celebrate that, um, that he chose to um, be born as a baby and live yeah. as a person among us, like, the God that created the universe chose to just be a human being um, mm. and to experience everything that we experience. Um, one of my favourite Christmas songs is that one, Emmanuel, and Emmanuel mm. means God with us. And that it yeah. just blows me away that that this, you know, the God who created everything chose to be a baby and mm. and live as a person and to to have the same joys and um experiences that we do but also the same and more suffering yeah. and pain and death yeah. he's done it all and and he he obviously chose to do that um part well partly be, so that he could be that amazing high priest because he knows everything that we experience and that we go through yeah but also so that he could um make us right with god mm. um you know that's the ultimate sacrifice so so i i you know christmas is incredibly meaningful to me and incredibly joyful because i just mm. i think of that i think of god with us it's incredible and you know, birth is always a miracle, mm. as you know. Um, it's always incredible. You know, what's the first thing most people see when, or say when they have a baby? They go, it's a baby. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not it's a girl or it's a boy because it's just like, oh, my goodness, there's a new person yeah. in the room. Mm -hmm. It's mm. incredible. But the miracle of Jesus' birth is even, you know, way surpasses that. Yeah. There was a new person in the room. It was God. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to get your head around because it's like, yeah. What? It really is. Yeah. yeah. So I love that there's a Christian festival that we celebrate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that it, it gets um, used as a shopping holiday is um, unfortunate, but that's not what it, that's not what it has to mean. You know, as, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, it's a, it's something that we can celebrate wholeheartedly with great joy. Yeah. I think it's it's interesting if you, like, as you get close to Christmas, the feel of the world around you, and it's going to be interesting this year yeah. with COVID, but it starts to feel, you. F it feels different, mm -hmm. like you go shopping, and there's a feel that's different, and, and part of that is, people getting really mad at each other in the parking lot of the shopping center. <laughs> but there's also this feel, it's like, it's like this weird joy and yes. excitement that everyone has. And I often am, I'm at the shops or something like that. And just feeling this feeling yeah. thinking, isn't it incredible that even though, you know, a large portion of our country isn't celebrating for the reasons we are, we're actually all celebrating together, yeah. whether or not they 
yeah. in their heart. They're celebrating. It feels like the world is celebrating. Yeah. And I, there's no other part of the year that I've ever experienced that has that same feeling. I agree. And I just love it. I love it. Yeah, and I do think um, while there's a bit too much um, materialism happening, there are a lot yeah. of people who are really joyfully, lovingly, buying um gifts or making gifts for the people they love mm-hmm. it, that's yeah exactly it's, yeah. A, it's a lovely expression of of generosity mm. often and joyfulness and love you're thinking about other people yeah yeah it's an incredible time for that because birthdays are you know you celebrate the person and this is a birthday really yeah. isn't it it's a birthday for jesus and it's like we're all exercising and obviously not everyone to the same extent but exercising this like Let's think about the people in our lives and what yeah. what they would like, what would make them feel special, what yeah. we can make happen for them. But yeah. also and it's people love- think about those that they don't know and those that yes. aren't going to be able to celebrate mm. in the same way. Like it's incredible for charities mm. what they're able to yeah, is, um, yeah. do for people in that time and how generous people mm. are. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. And um, I think... Uh, I remember my dad saying to me at one point, I think maybe we were talking about careers and, you know, what kind of thing we should do. And my dad's um, a Presbyterian minister, or he was before he retired. Um, And so we were talking about what I would do when I grew up. And and I think the discussion was around are there jobs that Christians should have or shouldn't have? Mm. And, you know, with a couple of, possible clear exception yeah. <laughs> um, he he said to me you know everything is God's there is there is mm. good in in all things because God created them you know um, mathematics are it is a thing because of the the laws of the universe that God created you know he, he knows mm. how it all works science is the same mm-hmm. you know and then we had a discussion about all of those things and and I think um there's a blessing that that God gives through the things that he's created through the truth that he's created and I think Christmas is a is a blessing it's a blessing to mankind whether we deserve it or not Mm. it's like scripture Mm. says the rain falls on the good and the bad Mm. I feel like um Christmas is a blessing of of joy and you know people can make that wrong obviously because we are all fallen and we can Mm. we can mess it up but it is God's blessing. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. And you know what? I had never, until you just said that um, just before, when you were talking about him coming as baby, I'd never thought about the significance in, because everyone, you know, he's a gift and he's a gift because he's come to save us. But I've never thought about the additional gift of him coming as a baby until you said that. Like mm. he came as a baby to understand us. Mm. Who else in any, like, religious stories like yeah. who has come as a baby and grown to understand I just, yeah, yeah. I just think that's incredible so I thought that point was amazing mm. it's the first time I've thought of it that way yeah it's amazing mm, what a gift absolutely well now I'm very excited about this. <laughs> so thank you and as this episode airs it's only a week away or wow a week and a half oh away. my word yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing the uh, vision that you have behind Christmas and um, just your beautiful 
thoughts about it we'll all go and definitely enjoy some christmas carols after we listen to this i'm sure yes yeah i've had i've had them on for a bit (laughs) actually whenever i get a bit down or depressed i put christmas carols on that's perfect yeah a couple of weeks back i was right in the midst of studying for exams and doing all my assignments and everything and i was so tired and over it so i went i ran a hot bath and I put cinnamon candles on and I turned oh. Christmas carols on and I climbed in. Oh, I said, that's amazing. Uh, oh, and a hot chocolate. Oh, I took a hot chocolate as well. It was like, it's when, also when Netflix brings out the Christmas movies, you're like, mm-hmm. right, oh, yeah. This is the self-care time. Well, um, <clears throat> sadly, I might have watched them all. <laughs> This is the first day of November when we're recording. Surely there'll be some new ones. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Neil knows if I'm having a bad time, he'll just go find a Hallmark Christmas movie on YouTube and props me up on the couch. <laughs> I mean, they're just ridiculous. They're, they're, they're mm. really drivel, honestly, but they're yeah, clean. They really yeah. Mm, like yeah. you know you're gonna watch it it's silly um but it's clean and it's just kind of feel good fun. they yeah, are they feel good yeah. for sure yeah there's a lot worse we could do oh my goodness yeah it's not like i get to sit and watch tv or v- movies that often so it's definitely mm. relaxing when i do that i love that <laughs> well thank you so much joe we're gonna um there's questions we like to ask every guest that we have yes um, and we would love to ask them of you. Yes. And the first one is, what is one way you would have been easier on yourself or something you might have engaged with more in your mothering if you could go back? Yeah. Um, so, A, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I didn't enjoy it, but it, that's that part of life is done mm-hmm. and, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. Um, mostly because I feel like, at every stage, um, I've done the best that I could. Mm. Like I really, I trusted God for each of those little babies. I, I had to consciously, even out loud, pray and give them back to him because you know mm. how precious they are and mm. how you can feel like quite anxious and quite um, overcome by the responsibility of it all and, and what might go wrong, mm, you know? I mean, it's like that in life, anything in life. And so I just had to say, God, they're yours. Mm. Whatever happens, I have to trust you. I, I know that you love me and that you love them and I and I mm. trust you because I know who you are and here they are, you know, open hands. I mean, you might have to do that a number of times. Um, <laughs> so, so then with that in mind, I just, I really did the best that I could. And, you know, uh, at the time when I had Isabel, I was very young. I was 22. Not, none of my friends or family were available. They were all working. Um, mm. we were financially really, you know, constrained. Um, we didn't have a lot of the stuff that you have surrounding, babies so like it was it was pretty tough um and I had some mental health issues as well so I had some postnatal depression after the first two babies so with all that mm. I just I just had to lean on God and mm. trust that I was doing the best that I could you know I, yeah. I loved them I fed them I changed their nappies I tried to do fun activities with them when I could but when I couldn't you know 
if you, you just can't. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so I just, I just really trusted God that I was doing the best that I could. Um, I remember mm. saying to um, some friends a bit later on when I was having like number four, I had a friend who was having a baby and she was really upset because, you know, her house was a mess and everything. And I just said, sweetie, if you fed the baby and you changed his nappy and you cooked dinner, winner like what a great yeah. day that mm. was that mm. was if you did a load of washing as well you're a superwoman mm-hmm. like mm. <laughs> I mostly didn't do the load of washing <laughs> I, used, I remember this day I had a friend over because I felt like she was um not doing so well and we went into my house and I went hmm we might need to eat outside because <laughs> it wasn't a spare space anywhere, like no bench space, no no table space. So we made some sandwiches ate in the garden. But, yeah, generally speaking, no, I don't look back and think, oh, I should have done this or I could have done that or did I do that right or I'm just yeah. like, no, I did the best that I could with the resources that I had, who I was mm. and, and the support I had and everything. So, yeah. I love that. Awesome. That's great. Um, how have you been connecting to God in this current season, not just of motherhood but of back to uni life and grandmotherhood? Yeah. yeah. What's it mm. been like? Um, I've, been, I've been using an app actually. Um, I use the U Bible app and um, mm-hmm. that has all these different Bible plans on it and the one I've been using this year is Nikki Gumbel. Oh, you know the guy who does Alpha, mm-hmm. the Alpha course? Yeah. yeah. So I've been using his read the Bible in a year plan and mm-hmm. just reading through that. Um, I, I don't, I'm not super consistent. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't remember yeah. every day, um, <laughs> but it's been really, yeah, it's been great. Cause it's quite a, quite a decent read. Cause you're trying to get through quite a few chapters. So I like that having a good chunk and it's new Testament proverbs or Psalms and old Testament. So I feel like I'm mm. progressing through. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've been um, that. And then my church and my cell group are a huge part of my spiritual life too, like church on Zoom church on Sundays. Yeah. And, mm. um, and our life group every Wednesday night, group of um, people who we do life with and we really mm. encourage each other, we challenge each other, we support each other, we pray constantly for each other. Um, so yeah, doing walking with God together is really mm. important. Great. Yeah, that's how I've been doing it. And obviously that's, um, I was going to say easier, but no, it's just different when you have adult children to be able to yes. do that, um, as opposed yeah. to having young children, which is a good reminder that mm. those things will come when you have young yeah, kids. Yeah, it is. Yeah. When, when the children were little, I was almost always involved in a Bible study group and we all had little kids Mm -hmm. so it was madness so Mm -hmm. there'd just be kids running all around (laughs) nappies being changed cups of tea and we'd all sort of we'd bring the study we hadn't all done it Mm -hmm. but then we'd just kind of read through the Bible passage and chat over it together it didn't matter if you'd done it or not but it was just getting together talking about God's word Mm. praying together lots of nappies lots of mess yeah that Mm. I loved doing that as a young mum that's awesome, Joe. And as a last question, mm. what is one of your favorite verses or scriptures? Uh, yes, I have this written down. Um, so sort of along the same lines of, I don't know, the, the personal God who 
who loved us enough to come and be with us and to live like us. Um, Mm. There's this verse in Isaiah 64, verse 4. For since the world began, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him. Mm. I just think that's profound. Like Mm. it's not about us chasing after God. Like it's important for us to keep our eyes fixed on him. He pursues us, you know. Mm. When we're having a bad time, he comes and finds us and says, come Mm. on, you know, and he, he uses lots of different ways to do that. But more than that, you know, those who wait for him, those who keep their eyes fixed on him, he works for them. Mm. Yeah, he, mm. God actually goes ahead of you and works for you. Um, yeah, I just think that's amazing. Yeah. And then my other favourite is be still and know that I am God because, you know, I, I can easily be quite anxious and fearful. So I have to stop sometimes and just go, nope, God. It removes everything, doesn't it? It's like, yeah. don't mm. worry about a thing, don't think about a thing almost, just remember yeah. who he is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Those are two really foundational um, verses and foundational, I guess, concepts to faith as well, I think. Mm. Mm. Oh, this has been so good. It has. It's been beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing, Joe. Oh, you're welcome. It's lovely to have a chat. <laughs> yeah, it's felt magical and <laughs> I, I just love the... Um, the way you've described mm-hmm. Christmas and the significance of Christmas, not just the traditions, but the significance that sits behind them. So thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome. And uh, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas as well. Merry Christmas, yes. Yeah, we hope that it's a wonderful time for your families. And even though it might look a bit different this year, mm-hmm. yeah. um, just praying that it's a blessing and that it can be a beautiful time to come together and remember the birth of Jesus Christ. So Merry Christmas. And until next time, this is our village. Thank you for joining us today on This Is Our Village. If you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to like, subscribe and review. And please share it with any mums that you think might benefit from this community. This is our village, but we'd love it to be your village too.